0: Today is ours, let's live it. And love is strong, let's give it. A song can help, let's sing it. And peace is dear, let's bring it. The past is gone, don't rue it. Our work is here, let's do it. The world is wrong, let's right it. The battle is hard, let's fight it. The road is rough, let's clear it. The future fast, don't fear it. Is faith asleep? Let's wake it. Because today is ours. Let's take it.
1: beautiful people thank you so much for tuning in again or maybe for your first time to say it with your breasts i am so excited to have you i am so excited about today's episode that like i can't wait to jump into it um i just i'm super excited but before we get to today's interview with victoria a roberts of var events out of baton rouge louisiana I just want to update you guys on what I've been doing and some new projects of mine that you can uh, keep up to date on. So as you know, I sing, I songwrite, And as of the last two weeks, I really have been, I would say the last three weeks, I've been in this place of like unrest where I'm happy in my life as overall, you know, I, you know, have a job. That is different every day. It keeps me on my toes. Um, But I feel like, you know, I'm supposed to be doing something else. Um, Not final on that decision or a decision at all. But just I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something more. Um, And singing and songwriting is my true love, my true passion. And the past few weeks, I just was... Thinking, what am I not doing right now? Because there's, I'm not, I am getting in my own way, I think, so many times because of either fear or doubt, or I'm just, I feel like I'm not ready, or I feel like I'm not going to be good enough, or people won't understand my vision. They won't understand what it is that I'm trying to achieve. And then I'll just feel, even, you know, I'll feel lonely because no one will get me, et cetera, et cetera. And part of that process is, you know, finding oneself so that you are able to clearly communicate who you are to the world. If you don't really know who that is, it's very difficult to communicate that to anybody else. And so I decided to really take some time to think, just to be quiet and think. Yeah, like that. (laughs) And I decided that I have not been writing songs like I used to. I would write, you guys, every day. I would either write in my journal, I would write poetry, or I would write songs every single day. And so I told myself that, you know, because of financial reasons, you know, just trying to be responsible with my money, trying to be conscious of what I spend my money on, I haven't really been recording as much. I haven't really been even writing songs because I feel like, what's the point? Um, you know, I did write a song for this young girl in Houston recently and, but you know, overall I hadn't been writing for myself. So I decided I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to write some songs. You guys, I knocked out five songs in two hours. Now I've always been a fast songwriter, but that's a lot for me. Like I was not playing around. I sat in my little creative space that I have in my house. One of the rooms is kind of my creative space room. Um, it's both of our creative space rooms, but I use it more. It's a little bit more, um, you know, my design and I just wrote and I decided to do something else I never do, which is Facebook live, my studio session. So I did that. That was something different for me. And I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed sharing my studio time with other people because I never do that. I never, I mean, I'll take some photos out, or, or I'll record a little segment of my session. I never record the whole thing and just let people tune in. And, you know, you know, people were telling me like, oh, I love your tone right here. Oh, that's a good take right there. Like giving me advice, which was so dope. I didn't, you know, I've never done it. So that was new for me. Then I also decided that I was going to reach out to this amazing vocal coach, um, He's a vocal coach, also a vocal instructor and a mentor, and he's um, gaining. He, he's a, a very well-known name, but I really wanted to reach out to him because one, his videos, he had a lot of soul in his voice, and he had so much flexibility in his voice and so much range, um, for a man and just for a singer. Like he had so much flexibility, and I was, I've been looking for someone. Who can teach me that? Because to be honest with you guys, I do a lot of research and study of the voice. One, I'm a nerd. Two, I really, truly love my voice as an instrument. I love being able to manipulate sound and do different things. And I feel like, um, you know, I'm constantly on YouTube looking at videos of uh, Etta James or Eartha Kitt or Lena Horne um, because I'm interested in that. And I love the study of the, of the voice. I love to sing. And so, you know, I have different um, training programs that I already use that are that teaches different vocal techniques in terms of like correct placement of your voice and singers. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But um, anyway, I DM'd Charles Perry and I did not think he would respond, but he did. And I was able to do a video session with him to where he could hear my voice. Hear my weaknesses and my strengths and encourage me. You guys, I swear to you, I wanted to cry. I really probably did cry, but anyway, um, <laughs> because I was just so floored that he was so encouraging and so, it was like he could see my soul. It was so strange. I was like, oh my God, I feel so exposed. Um, but the voice is that way and and singers and anyone who is probably an instrumentalist or a vocalist, you know, this your voice is your soul manifested in vibration, the way I'm feeling and the way my soul is will definitely influence the sound that you hear. Um, and so he was able to tap into that in like our first conversation in, in our first video session. And I was just so excited. So that's another like new, different thing that I did this past couple weeks. And the other thing I did was I went on Craigslist and don't judge me. Craigslist has a lot of legitimate opportunities. Thank you very much. I've gotten hired like a legit job prior to the one I have now from a Craigslist ad. So don't judge. Okay. But if you judge, I don't really care. Um. So anyway, so I was on Craigslist and I was looking for people who were looking for songwriters um, because I'm a writer. And that's, you know, that's what I do. So I was looking, and I was looking in Louisiana, and you know, unfortunately, Louisiana is not really the place for you going to off to do big things in music. Okay, sorry, it's it it is in a way, but it's really not. So I told myself, I'm like, what am I doing? I need to look for opportunities in other cities. and so, because what I do, I can do anywhere. I can song write anywhere because of technology. I can write a song. A producer can send me a track. I can write a song. I can send it back to him. Um, I can send him the entire session, you know, thanks to technology. So, I'm like, why not look? So, I looked in uh, L.A., I looked in New York, I looked in Atlanta, and I'll probably do that when I get off of uh, the computer tonight. Well, probably not tonight, but I'm going to continue to look for these opportunities. But anyway... And I found someone, a producer, who has legitimately um, had his songs placed before, and he's been looking for a songwriter to also, you know, um, expand opportunities, because sometimes um, different movies or TV shows and things like that, they need sample songs, not just instrumentals. So that's another opportunity that I just I was put my name in the hat for. And I actually talked to him on the phone. And he was a really cool person. And, and we have things in common in the industry. And small world. It's crazy. So I say all of this to tell you guys that, one, I feel happier now that I've done those things, to be honest with you. Um, and anything that you want to change, you can change. And I realize that, one... I definitely have moments of insecurity that need to just, I need to uh, uh, acknowledge it and then chuck it to deuces. You know what I'm saying? Like acknowledge that it's there and then push it to the side and stay focused. Um, And from talking to Charles, um, he really made me see that there is something special within me and the usage of my voice to inspire people, but to also um, express who I really am. And not just this timid girl who loves to sing and loves to write, but you know, you don't really hear my real voice. You don't really feel my complete soul. And so I think that's just part of, you know, everybody's evolution is different, but I definitely think that's part of mine. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys because I'm really excited about it. And I'm also sharing it with you because I want you to hold me accountable to make sure that I actually go through with the things that I'm doing and not just get, you know, become afraid and shy away from it, but to really do it. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. I appreciate you for all your love and support. Um, I actually kept the Facebook live, um, videos up. If you're interested in checking those out, I am going to upload them to my, they're currently on my personal Facebook page, not on my music Facebook page. So I'll be uploading them to my music Facebook page and I will also put some clips on my Instagram page at Starring Arielle so that you can check it out and be a part of that journey with me but I recorded those five songs that I wrote in those two hours and I'm super excited for you guys to hear them um I really had a lot on my mind and I had a lot to say and I wanted to fit as much as I as I could into those five songs because I gave myself a limit Okay, time is money, you guys. This is music business, not just music for fun. No, 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 baby. This is not my hobby. This is something that I really, truly do. Um, And it costs because I'm not where I'm going to be, but I'm getting there. So right now, it's out of my pocket. And I love what I do, and I really want to share it with you guys. So I can't wait for you to hear the songs. And the only reason I've been talking so fast is because I really want to get to this interview with Victoria uh, we're talking event planning and weddings and grooms and brides, but we're also talking social injustice injustice, and um, Alton Sterling and Baton Rouge and LSU. So stay tuned. This is going to be great. Oh, and motherhood, um, you know, talking about that. So please stay tuned. She's amazing. She has so much awesome positive energy from the second she got on the phone. She was so sweet. Um, and I'm just excited to keep this momentum going with At Say It With Your Breast. So let's do this. Let's jump into it. And make sure you follow us at Say It With Your Breast. And check out the website, www.sayitwithyourbreast.com. Thanks so much, you guys. Let's do it. So I have Miss Victoria A. Roberts, who is CEO extraordinaire. Do you say V A R events or do you say Var? Like it's
0: it's Var for right now, but it's just gonna go. um, It's just gonna be my name in 2018. Okay, I like it
1: though. I like Var. It's like um, it's very chic. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's very chic. <laughs> so, for all of you who are listening, um, and I say are listening as if we're live, but we're not because y'all know our pre recorded and edited stuff. Um, but for everybody that's listening, um, and I'll let her give you a better introduction um, of her and her business, but she is CEO of VAR Events out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. But you're not from Louisiana. Um, so can you tell us like where you grew up? Sure.
0: Um, so I throw this out there very proudly because we are in Tiger Town, <laughs> and y'all are so California, proud. I'm, <laughs> I'm from Opelika, Alabama, which is in Lee County and our neighboring city. Because a lot of people are like Opelika. Oh, so I was about
1: and, to say like, <laughs> who?
0: Yeah, it's like right next door. Auburn, well, Auburn University is located, so I grew up there, but I was born in Georgia, raised in Alabama, and now I live in um, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, so I attended LSU, majoring in uh, animal science, and I had all the hopes and dreams of becoming a veterinarian, but after probably like what year five, uh-huh. I was just one of those students. Uh-huh. I realized that I was just like I don't want to do this. So,
1: what was that I, moment I that, that, that you that. decided like this is not for me?
0: Um, when I started working, I was still working within the science industry. I started working at a uh, chemical plant in Port Allen, and um, prior to that, I was a vet tech. So if anybody knows like the salary range for so that tech is not that lucrative mm-hmm. um, one of my best friends she's a she was a kidney at the time at LSU she was like well why don't you just go and do, uh, use your science credit for you know working labs at a plant and that's initially what I did uh-huh. making more money and so on and so forth so I've been in the chemical industry um for a while I want to say since 2011 mm-hmm. um and around that time that's when i started barry events. so i didn't really start taking clients i want to say until 2013
1: but yeah but wow. it's kind of been like a little journey
0: yeah but like a gradual it wasn't for me probably just when i just stopped like getting excited about yeah Going on the farm,
1: going to the vet school, doing labs, and I was like, "Oh, this is so boring." <laughs> so, isn't that crazy? <laughs> Not what I thought he was Our <laughs> like, I know my okay. So, my dad is from Macon. Is it, do you pronounce it Macon, Georgia, Alabama? Yeah. I'm lost. <laughs> make it right yeah it's
0: making georgia, yeah, georgia. Exactly where you
1: and most of our families like in alabama and stuff like that but my parents are older i have like an older dad older mom than most of my peers and they from the jump were like it was like going to college or not going to college was not there was no such thing like you're going to college you know like you know my parents were much older they seen the whole civil rights movement (laughs) they were like no you're going to school but i remember my mom kind of telling me this like what are you gonna do and i'm like i I really don't there's nothing there that's really interesting to me at the moment but she's like no you're gonna do something but i think it's interesting that millennials i think we're all kind of in that that little group we really are passionate about what we're passionate about whereas our parents were like uh yeah, so what I love doing XYZ, I'm just gonna work and do whatever. <laughs> Cause I have to like right. feed my kids and live the American dream or whatever. But we're like, no, that doesn't make me happy. I'm gonna change course. And we do. Right. And sometimes it can go great. And sometimes our parents hate us. <laughs> but I mean, were, mm-hmm. your, were your parents supportive?
0: Um, you no, know, like to this day, my mom and my grandmother, my mom's mom, she to this day, they was like, You can at least go get you a general studies. I know you have <laughs> enough hours to at least get a general study. I'm like, It's not even that serious. Like, and it's so I, expensive like, for, like, I mean, for what? For like 10, 12 years now. Like, y'all are still wanting to, to see me walk across the state. And I can understand where they come from, but, um, all in all, I think that they support anything that I do, but of course, yeah. you know, they're going to want, they're going to want that that piece of paper. It's just, like, an accomplishment, to, I guess, to them to know that they're, you know, my mom.
1: Yeah.
0: Her daughter, you know, graduated yeah. and, oh, she graduated from LSU and, you know, the whole field. But to me, it's just like, I'm doing what I want to do and
1: right. I'm doing that. So, yeah.
0: So there's over the years, they've progressed and just saw that I wasn't going to like change on what I'm wanting to do. So now they're like right behind me, sending mm-hmm. referrals and all of that. Stuff oh, that's good. awesome! But every now and again, they'll still, you know, throw it out there. Like, so when you're going to go finish and whatnot?
1: I'm like, oh lord, here we go, <laughs> here we go again. No, but you have done a lot. I mean, you're doing weddings, you're doing showers, you're doing. Like book, I saw one of your posts was a um a, a book release, and like you're doing a lot. So is this what you envisioned yeah. yourself doing it in is, terms of um, events? Well, when I was at well
0: when I was in high school, and this is when you know that you don't really know, right? Like you know how you say we can plan everything that we want down to a T. Like I'm gonna graduate high school, get the good GPA, go to LSU. Graduate animal science, go to the school. <laughs> right. I'm a doctor, right? So that's that's your plan, right? Right. But all in all, like when I was in high school, I used to like throw events and stuff for my peers to come to and just kinda of like a little young promoter. I would my cousins, my mom would, you know, take the six dollars that I would charge and store. If come, uh. And then I would um Get my uncle the DJ, and then um, my mom would like rent out this little event space that we had in Opelika, And then, you know, I would make these little flyers and pass them out on Friday after the football game, and then what? everybody would party. So, not knowing, and then fast forward up to LSU, I started a, a production company, and I used to throw events and promote different night clubs, you know, downtown, and then I kind of, like, grew older, and I'm just, like, I'm not about to be in these clubs, like, yeah. the my life, that's just not what I want to do, Yeah. but I still enjoyed, like, planning events, and putting things together, and, and creating an environment that is memorable, as well as, like, an experience, like, Right. every time I have a client you know I just always want them to tell me what they want Mm -hmm. so and with that I just kind of like try to spit it out so with that being said from high school to now you can always like plan how you want your life to go but I didn't really see this at all yeah said like when I was doing events and then I was well the promoting and realized that I didn't want to do that anymore It was kind of like i think i saw um i think it was something online it was i think it was preston bailey he's one of my one of my favorite event designers Mm -hmm. and that's when it hit me and i was like that's what i can do i can still create events i can still plan but you know it's it's on a whole nother level like so many levels to event planning whether it's The Met Gala, whether it's a wedding, whether it's a corporate event, a charity event, a walk—like it's so many levels to it—and I was just like,
1: "That's what I want to do." So, was it hard getting started?
0: No, um, because I'm 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 a Scorpio, so it's just kind of like I want what I want (laughs) until I get it. I'm I'm good. Yeah. If I fail at it at least I know I did it right so right. Um, I remember talking to a friend of mine and I told him I said I'm not going to promote anymore he's like what and I was like no I'm not going to do it anymore I think I'm going to start event planning and with any business you want to make money right so with huh. promoting you, I'm not sure if you've been out in Baton Rouge years ago but you know if it rains nobody's coming to your event
2: yeah. anymore
0: so <laughs> no. if it's much going on it's like a pick and choose so you won't know your your final your bottom line until the end of the night and sometimes yeah. that can be a loss or what so right you know, it's
1: unreliable
0: planning, yeah and with event planning um you know it's a service you know that's rendered you know what i mean so that's something that has to be contracted out so i'm guaranteed you know
1: that right.
0: amount or that seat, rather than when I was promoting, I was like, well, I don't know, what the hell, I'm going to get back, you know what I mean? Right, you so, never
1: know. People thought
0: I was crazy, because, like I said, I started that back in 20, I want to say 2011, I started, well, I registered for event, but I didn't start taking clients until a couple years later. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of my friends, they were like, you sure that's going to work in Baton Rouge, or I don't know about that, and you, you of course, with starting businesses, you don't have people that um, aren't as optimistic as you are and kind of like mm-hmm. downplay right and want just
1: to don't get it. Me. They don't get your vision.
0: Yeah, they don't get it. so, but like I said, I'm more of the person that is just kind of like what I want is what I want, and I'm gonna work towards whatever that is. So um I just kind of just started, it, got my LLC. You know, went to Barnes and Nobles, read on some books, because they do have event planning books. Uh huh. Um, so I just read on it and got other planners' perspectives on it, researched, like, you know, different designers, whether they're in Russia or wow. Dubai or Tokyo, whatever, because in those countries, like, their weddings and stuff are just. Wow. Over yeah, the top. so
1: extravagant.
0: So, um, until this day, I still do that. Like, I start different. Designs. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, that's
1: amazing, fresh. though, because oh, you keep yourself, you keep so, your, you know, your inspiration fresh. Yeah, it keeps me
0: motivated and inspired. Um, so, that's just kind of, like, how it's been going. I just I kind of just jumped in the water head first with no type of counseling. It was just, this is what I want to do. That's amazing.
1: That is really amazing. So
0: I'm to, to you know, get an assistant to help me out with the coordinating and whatnot, and she's awesome. Her name is Carla Day, and she's out of Lafayette as well. Yes, and
1: represent me.
0: She, <laughs> she um reached out because she was interested in event planning on a more entertainment side of it um and she is knocking it out of the park to where she was intern status and now she's like my right hand woman like you talk to me you talk to carly yeah so, um she's just awesome so it we're we're moving forward at a good pace and um i don't want to uh take on more than i can choose so yeah. i kind of keep the bookings I would say down to like two a month we don't exceed that because I want to make sure I'm giving my brides or clients or whatever you know my full attention and I want to make sure things are perfect you know for them because it's one of their biggest days and we
2: are I want to say 50% responsible of you know Get going smoothly. Like yeah. that's
0: one thing you probably don't want to do is mess up somebody's wedding. Day.
1: <laughs> probably so. <laughs> not. Have you had any like crazy bridezilla's yet? Um, you don't have to say their name. <laughs>
0: I don't think so. Um, we did have a couple. They were Pentecostal, mm-hmm. and the venue manager was a venue here in Baton Rouge, and before we did their rehearsal, she told me, she was like, Oh, I thought your bride was cheating on her fiance. I'm like, What? No. Like, yeah, because the bride would come with this man because, you know, the brides are always like coming to the meetings, coming to the site visits, Yeah, they wanna see everything. Whatever. Like Mm -hmm. whatever she wants, I'm good with it. I never met him. So they would come the week of their wedding. They went to the venue every day and, like, made out. <laughs> <laughs> Who I does that? Like, oh my God. I thought she was cheating on her fiance. And then we, she, then we found out that, you know, that was the fiance. I was like, oh
1: my God. Y'all scared me. So That's that like, hilarious. What's so, <laughs> now, that was you know what? Of, like, I'm still getting paid, thing. though, and this wedding is still going to happen. <laughs> oh,
0: it would have been a lot of prayer
1: right um, I'll be your marriage counselor so, yeah. if necessary
0: yeah a lot of prayer <laughs> pre-wedding counseling and speaking of pre-wedding counseling I had a bride too where we were like mid-planning and she found out that you know her husband was entertaining another female oh, no you know like text messaging I don't know the extent but oh, you know so sad I, <laughs> yeah yeah so I was like, like, I couldn't talk to her just, like, right then because I had to put myself in her shoes to kind of, yeah. like, grasp it kind of sort of. Like, what yeah. would I do? Yeah.
1: So oh, I my took God. Some time
0: after I got the um, text message because I really didn't know how to feel because I was shocked because, you know, we're halfway done with her wedding, you yeah. know, like, being flowers invitation save the date all that stuff is printed and about to go out oh my so, god so um it's just been some some little hiccups but they ended up getting counseling wedding went on nobody had to like
2: oh wow you know,
0: like i said the theme, yeah it's i guess some some weird things but <laughs> always thank god have panned out um to just you know, go over
1: smoothly. Yeah, so. thank goodness. So. I know, but whoo, good God, better than them than me, Lloyd. Please, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> but you're kind of like a therapist.
0: You know, you're the you're planner, designer. You're kind of everything. Right. Sign up for with that person for like twelve months. So right, we become you good, become good,
1: we become besties. Yeah, sure. I, I have. <laughs> A couple friends who are in the... Pro- well, one of them is getting married this month, and she's doing a lot of DIY. Um, and then I have another friend. She's not going to get married until next year um, out of state. But I think she's trying to, like, keep things simple, I guess, or, you know, do some DIY things. But do you ever get to some brides where you're like, listen, I know you want to DIY xyz but that's not a good idea like are there certain things that people need to just let the professional handle because you know we've all been to those weddings where they they try they really try but (laughs) maybe they should have let a professional handle something Um, or do you encourage brides to you know try the diy stuff too
0: um i just go with whatever the bride wants to do Mm -hmm. um because at the end of the day, it's their day; it's the bride and groom's day. So they're only coming for me, coming to me for basically organization and creative direction, right? At mm-hmm. the end of the day, so I I just feed off of you know basically what they want. So if like for instance, I had a bride; um, she had her wedding in Mandeville at an Airbnb. Just very low key, very Louisiana, and, you wow. know, Southern bride, and she just had a box of decor that was given to her through her friends and family from their weddings and Oh wow, boxes, stuff that I really didn't see until the day of the wedding. Pictures so <laughs> <laughs> of it. And I would always ask her, like, "What is so, well? They're getting it. They're packing it. It was always, you know, always packing
1: it. <laughs> this it was, mystery box. It
0: was, yeah. She would send me different pictures throughout the day, but I really didn't put my hands on it until the day of the wedding. So, um so to answer your question, it is really up to the bride. Now, I encourage people to go into their wedding or their event with a budget in mind because it just makes everything so much easier Mm -hmm. so that way you know how much you're willing to invest um for the day you know whether you want the big party of 300 people and you know over the top flowers hanging from the ceiling type of (laughs) way or if you want something intimate in the backyard whatever it may be like I always just tell my brides, like, let me know what the budget is up front, and then we can go from there. And then we can stalk your Pinterest boards and see what your mood is and your inspiration, and we just kind of, like, feed off that Mm -hmm. from there. So if you are a DIY bride, which I am working with one right now, um, that's fine. Uh, She just basically wants to use some um lovers that she made and oh, cool. you know and a table and she wanted to know like what she could pair with those to make it very simple, very elegant.
2: So yeah. that's when
0: we come in and we kinda like, okay, well let's do this with these and let's get these chairs and then all in the while she's like, okay, well I don't want to go over X, Y, Z, and then mm-hmm. we'll be like <laughs> so, so it sounds um, like you're very it's like open. Yeah, I'm very open I'm not um, a planner who pushes uh, my brides to do anything that they they don't want to do because like I say at the end of the day this is their day I'm just here to help bring it together and make sure it starts on time (laughs) right you know everything goes off without a hitch that's what they come to me for so if they don't have to stress or worry or anything, you know, and they can just enjoy the planning process as well as the day
1: of. Yeah. Well, can you talk too about your blog? I noticed that you started a new blog recently. What, what are your plans to do with the blog? Like what types of things are you going to be writing about and sharing about? Um, With Still Champagne, that is... I love the name, by little- the way. I love that name, spilled Thank Champagne, you. that is Thank
0: awesome. you, because if you, if you think about it, and I always say this, if you go to events and weddings, much as uh, Carly and I have, there's always spilled Champagne on the dance floor, right? Yeah. That's, that's just the ultimate sign of a good time. <laughs> right. So with, so, with me being an event planner, I was just like, let's just call it spilled Champagne, and with that, um... I'll be talking about because I get asked a lot. You know, um, you know, how did you get in the industry? Do you have any advice for you know up and coming planners? Or what are your favorite? Who's the best cake baker? Or who's the best DJ? Where can I get a couture gown made? Or mm-hmm. you know all. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start a blog. Yeah. And I'm going to showcase, you know, my favorite, um, my top vendors, my preferred vendors, actually. Mm-hmm. And let's go inside of, you know, different aspects of events. Um, we'll be going to like trade shows and bridal shows within mainly Louisiana. Oh, fun. Um, and just giving an insight on all uh, things. Like event industry, whether it's music, because they will ask you, like, "What what song can I walk down?" The aisle? <laughs> like, you yeah know, have a song? so we'll you know help you with that and um, create like a little song list. So it's just gonna be a little
1: go to. So what about YouTube? Are you gonna move into sharing behind the scenes video as well as with the blogs, or are they gonna? Are you gonna do some hand like hand in hand video and blogs, or?
0: Yes, we were going to do some of that. We were actually going to interview some of the vendors. um, Oh, cool. With um, some florists that we love, like one of our favorites is Bella Blooms in New Orleans. She does amazing work, Uh and just like I say, introduce the you know my audience and potential customers or anybody that to my website um, to get information to the people that we worked with on all of our events. Because we want to make sure that anybody that comes our way know that they are working with some of the top, you know, vendors within the industry. So you're not going to get anything that anybody else's event mm-hmm. has or what. It's all custom to, like I say, that client um, needs and wants and vision. So we're gonna. Shine
1: some light on
2: our preferred vendors, and
0: maybe get her to do like some DIY. Um, yeah, that's that's such a good members, idea.
1: Things like that. People always do have like a million questions about, especially when it comes to weddings. I know, like gen, in events in general, but people always have like, what do I wear? What should who should I go mm-hmm. to for this? And I have an idea though for one of your blog posts. Can you okay? Put, can, can you please tell the men what to do? Because they don't know. <laughs> oh, yes.
2: Yeah. They don't they, know.
0: They, they are, there. Know. <laughs> <laughs> they it's are like... there to just get the, get the groom drunk the day before. And they
1: I need some etiquette. To, like, I need some wedding etiquette wedding. tips
0: <laughs>
1: for, for the guys.
0: So, yeah. I'm going to definitely some do's and don'ts of what to do and what not to do at events or weddings and things of that nature for sure
1: yeah i think that would be so funny because i think when women like you know for example like when women are having kids the men have no idea what they're supposed to do they're like they're not really they're involved but they're not really doing all the work so i think like with weddings it's very similar because they're just like an accessory but they're pretty important but they don't know what to do <laughs> right they, <laughs> they, all they don't know have you had any grooms that are actually very involved? Like maybe surprisingly
0: so involved? Uh, yes, I have one now. Um, and he is basically planning the wedding. <laughs> I think the bride only picks the color. Oh, wow. He's picking the venue. He's you know,
1: yeah, I like I like I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, How,
1: take something it's, off of her um, plate, you know.
0: Very hands on. I mean, she has some say, but she's more concerned about her dress and her hair and makeup, and that's all she's worried <laughs> about. So I hear that. She's more concerned with um, you know the photographer, who who, who we're going to get to do this, and you know I need to see his work, and I'm just like okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right you come you're to the right plans. place don't, Sorry, worry. don't worry don't worry I got this like <laughs> you're gonna be beautiful so that's awesome though so who are some of your role models and whether it's um, event planning related or not Um, I want to say my grandmother um, when I
0: was younger she used to always and this goes back to kind of like not knowing it's kind of like just instilled maybe -hmm. But um, she was always heavily involved in our church. She still is to this day. And she used to coordinate weddings and different things of that nature as gifts to people. They used to always call her like, Miss Tina, can you come, you know, help us with our wedding? And and I didn't know that until I started doing it. I was like, Mom, you could have been planning. Even she's like, I don't want to do that. I was just doing that as a gift. (laughs) You know. So I would definitely say my grandmother, she is such the lady Uh and just so just the epitome of how to just carry yourself and and feel kindness and different things of that nature because she's on Facebook and she's like, oh, I don't understand why you put that picture up there. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I'm like, mom, no.
1: That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, and I'm like, if my mama didn't say nothing,
1: I, you know, right. But, um, <laughs> you know, generations. You
0: know, treat me like the baby, but uh-huh. um, definitely for sure, my grandmother. That's that's like my best friend. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes I go to her before I go to my mom. Sometimes mm. I talk. She's such a good listener. Yeah, and she knows how to get through anything. You know, because mm. they've been through it, and it's just so wise. So my grandmother, for sure, that's like amazing. the Yeah, and
1: mm-hmm. speaking of carrying yourself, though, like you have an amazing style, ma'am. I was checking out your Instagram. I was like, oh, I like those boots. Oh, I like them heels. Oh, that dress is cute. Oh, where she got the, that dress skirt from? <laughs> I was like, oh, those. I forgot where you were, but those. I guess they were snakeskin, maybe boots. Whatever they were. Uh-huh. They were sick. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I gotta. I like you. those. But uh, yeah, like. I'm
0: just obsessed. <laughs> yes,
1: um, and Baton Rouge and I, is where you shop, though. They got some good places.
0: I, thank you, but um, I'm more of the online type of person. Like, I don't go to the boutiques. I don't like to go to the mall. Uh huh. Kind of introverted in that way. Uh huh. <laughs> clothes. So I don't like to get out in the masses. Yeah. I'm an online
2: shopper. So with that being said, like a lot
0: of the clothes and shoes that I get, I always shop in like Australia because I'm a minimalist as well. I don't like a lot of patterns or different things of
1: that nature, just solid colors and different
0: things like that. Well, I'm telling you, it's super cute. Thank you. But, um, yeah, so for the most part, it's just like online, whether it's LA, whatever. But yeah, ballers on the budget, like balling on the no budget. Care, getting no Brad bottom or no Tom you know,
1: <laughs> I hear you. I know one of my favorite <laughs> I don't sites. All that. <laughs> um, what site is it? Boohoo. Have you heard of boohoo.com? Yes, that's, that's my. Where, um, I love it. I, Carly did a.
0: Uh, Style shoot um, just a couple days ago, and we ordered uh, her white dress from Boohoo. Oh, yeah, and I we got Boohoo. her boots from um, Lola Shoot which you know is infamous oh, on Instagram. And has yeah. good prices and
2: just like
1: classic, some classic shoes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah, I love some online shopping. All the time.
0: Good
1: prices. Yeah, I love online shopping, I love a good deal. That's the best, that's like yes. the most addicting part It's like, ooh, but I could have paid X, Y, Z, but you know I didn't. Right, 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 right. So, okay, so we're going to talk a little pop culture. Okay, so I'm going to get your opinion on just a couple things that's going on right now. Pop culture in the world, etc. Hi. Hey, All right. Let's shoot
2: for What
1: do you think about, okay, so are you, I don't know if you're a fan of hers or not, but, you know, Tamar Braxton just put out a new album have you heard it
0: Mm -hmm.
1: no it's pretty good it's pretty good but she said that she wants to like no longer really put out albums because it's taking her a little too. her and her husband work way too close together and it's like driving them apart kind of thing Mm -hmm. so do you think that women should alter their career goals for their personal goals like because she's She's, you know, this is her dream, like to do music and Mm -hmm. things, but this is now her third album. So I guess, you know, she's kind of gotten to live her dream a little bit, but what do you think of that? Like just changing your, your plans for, I guess your
0: relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, in that situation, of course, um, if I'm married and, and if I'm deeply, I would hope I would be deeply in love (laughs) with my husband and if 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 that is the case, that my career, especially with him being her manager, I can see how that can, you know, cause a conflict in their relationship because it's not only, you know, intimate, it's also business. Mm So, um, and if they can't work together business-wise and it's causing a risk in their relationship, then yeah, I would, you know, be like, okay, hey, let's not... Work on this right now. Let's work on us and getting us back to, you know, wedding day, honeymoon, you know, vibes. And so that we can make this relationship last, you know. Yeah. Like your vows. Thick and thin. So in that instance, I wouldn't say that uh, I really feel like, um well, you know, in my opinion that one, she wants to take a break. Um. And maybe this is the way out because yeah, getting you know, sued, all
2: this money. Yeah, and I know. I was, was
0: thinking that it I was like was, a big old mess. Because I was so like, you could just
1: change, change your manager, <laughs> like if right, that was really the, the, the case.
0: Manager who's sued,
2: so, mm, yeah. Um,
0: but I feel like in the end, like once she gets over this little situation, I know she said she's not retired. She just said she's not going to do music for it. Wow. Yeah. So I feel like she's going to take a break. They're going to fix whatever they need to fix. And then maybe she will get under new management. Yeah. So will go whomever.
1: You yeah. Know? I figured that would have um, been a smart idea.
0: Really grab hold of her career and really live out her dream. Because like you say, she is very passionate about music and she's. They wanted to prove, I feel
1: like she wants to prove to everybody that she can do it. Right. And, so um, why would you let that go just yeah, yeah for that really reason?
0: She wants to, to stay in the industry, I think, for sure. So I, I don't think she's going to be gone too long. She just going to
1: take a little hiatus. Yeah, I doubt it. They're a weird couple to me, though, in general. Like, I just don't think they fit together at all. Like, at all, at all. Like, mm-hmm. I really don't. But I'm curious, if you've ever, like, planned a wedding for a couple that you were just like, what is, how'd y'all find each other? Like, this, I know. this, how, yeah. mm, this ain't gonna work. Like, <laughs> have you ever, yeah. have you ever had that it's experience?
0: Always, it's sometimes like that. Majority of times it's like that. But one <laughs> that really stuck out to me was where the woman, she was, like, 40. Seven and the groom was in his thirties.
1: I think he's like thirty-three. Uh-huh.
0: Wow. And, Cougar. Like, she was like a doctor. He just worked like construction somewhere. But Cougar whatever Town. He her and they got married. So
1: Cougar Town. Um, okay. And
0: they were like madly in love so, wow um, sometimes opposites attract you yeah
1: you never know
0: who god you never know it. so um and i luckily i get to see it every day like I see <laughs> how you know um how this thing called love works yeah you never know what it is you can't um you can't really playing that either yeah I guess with Tamar she probably started on some business and here they are they got a child and they're married you know right
1: they're such a bizarre couple that she
0: is and you know sometimes that how a person treats you kind of like trumps over everything else yeah
1: Yeah. it's true I mean I do admire her for what she's doing it's it's good of her very mature of her because you Mm -hmm. know it is Tamar Okay, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about being Mary Jane being canceled?
0: Um, I think it's a bad move on BT. Um, that's a very good show. Um,
1: I feel bad because I have not watched it. I I feel really bad about that. <laughs>
0: I haven't watched this season. I'm gonna catch up on it. I usually catch is up it on really good season. though? On, like Netflix or something? Yeah, but I have caught the first seasons i just haven't caught this season so i know it's a, a good show but i feel like with the epi- the situation that happened prior to this season with her like trying to sue and
1: you know, oh yeah i forgot about and, that
0: you know yeah i think it left a bad taste in dt's mouth to where they was like well you know we're just gonna let you have this season, and that's gonna be it. So you can fulfill your contract, but the
1: show is canceled. And I right. kind of feel like that's yeah, kind of you way have that's a good point. It. I for, I totally forgot about that whole like situation, but I never yeah. really watched it. I feel bad now. Now I kind of want to see if it was. I mean, everybody seems to love it, so I really do need to
0: check it yeah, out. Yeah, it's a really, really dope show, and I support any of my black female actors. In in them doing whatever. If I can get into it and
1: watch it, I'm watching. Yeah, no, Girls Trip was amazing. I hope they continue to make some like really good yeah, black so female cool. lead movies. Cause I mean, we go to the movies too, you know. People <laughs> like we want to yeah, see our yeah. stories on the screen too. Yeah,
0: and this day and age, black women, black men. That are doing something for themselves. We are like the culture. Like everybody is trying to mimic what Black people are doing. Yeah. So I mean, it's just we 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 are just hot right
1: (laughs) now. We're just hot (laughs) right now. Right. I mean, if you if you really, mm
0: -hmm. uh, I feel like with social media and people creating their own content, it's no way for. quote-unquote, the white man to control what's being put out, how it's being put out, when it's being put out. You know, now people are just like, here it is. Here I am. Right. What I'm doing. There's I'm no middle the bus, man. You know? Mm-hmm. And they see that you know, the black culture is winning. And clearly it shows in these black films and this music. You got Cardi B. Right. Came up out of the mud and just hustled her way to top of the chart for the right. third
1: week now that's insane yes that's i know of. I making like history was, too like, like in yeah. in ranks with lauren hill in terms of like sales and streaming like that's a, that's crazy
0: really crazy and it just really goes to show you that it really it shows like her drive one. Cause at the end of the day, I don't really feel like people, I mean, it's a dope song, but I really feel like people are more connected with how she got there than, um, cause she didn't do it the cookie cutter way. She's not, you know, she didn't get signed. She was just, you know, she just hustled and worked her butt off to, you know, create good music and put it out there and she stayed true to her, you know?
1: Right, I think that's what... And people love her personality. And I watched an interview with her... Was it yesterday I think I watched it? It was an interview from like April. It was before um, Bodak Yellow was like going up the charts. And I feel bad because I wasn't expecting some of her responses to be so well thought out. I'll be honest with you. I really wasn't. But they asked her like, you know, certain things or like, you know, people were commenting because she was doing a Facebook Live And her responses were very, I mean, her business acumen is on point. It was very Mm -hmm. clear that she has, like, a very clear vision. She does not accept anything but what she wants, you know, and it's very, um, she, like, she for example, she didn't have a certain number of people listening yet. You know, she had just started the Facebook Live thing Mm -hmm. or whatever. She's like, no, I'm not going to start until I have 3,000 people listening. The next thing you know, she's got 7,000 people tuned in. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's her, her tenacity and her vision. I'm like, I give her her props. I'm very yeah, curious definitely. to see what her album's going to be, you know, just on how she's doing so far.
0: Yeah. You know? You gotta give her props. And that's, I feel like anybody in, in that game has to because like, she just started from the bottom, literally. And worked her way to where she is now. And she's just getting started.
1: Yeah, what do you think of this Eminem thing? This will be my last pop culture question. But I'm curious what you think about the Eminem cipher that, like, people are going crazy about.
0: Oh, uh, I just watched it. Yesterday, I watched it yesterday because I was so curious. I'm like, what did Eminem say? Like, why is everybody <laughs> going nuts? Right. You got J. Cole and LeBron, like, talking about it. So, um... I feel, I feel two ways. Mm-hmm. I feel sad in the fact that it has to come to, you know, a white rapper having to use his platform to even address what's going on right. in this country right now.
1: Yeah.
0: And then, um, two, I'm glad that you know he's willing to step up and use his platform to uh, address what are feeling what we're going through this shit show that we got going on right. it's just like it's a scary situation so
1: yeah
0: I applaud him but at the same time it's like he only he's only one person you know what I'm saying so right.
1: um yeah. I don't know it's
0: just a hard it's a hard battle that we're in right now because I feel like we have a man that's in um, a position that of course I feel, I'm, I'm not a political person, I'm just outside looking in and, yeah. you know, he's an entrepreneur he's, at the end of the day, he's a businessman and, you know people just like fine-tooth comb, you know b- a Barack, when he was in office, just looking right. for any flaw, and right. man came ready, you know what I'm saying resume in hand, prove to you guys, and prove to the world that he was you
1: know the guy picked for the job,
0: and right. like, here it is—we have somebody who is
1: on Twitter all day, like <laughs> right. Like, I don't.
0: Like, he's way too over air. that. Yeah, I just feel like we're just in a place where people can do whatever the hell they want to do right. Right at the end of the day, and that's good and bad. Right. Because if you have that many people supporting him and what he's doing and his his what he wants to do and applauding him behavior and what he says it's bad like that's really this just a bad day that what we're living in and the fact that we're in 2017 going through like racial issues and you know diversity issues and pain and who's getting this and who's getting that and this good old boy system like it's just it's I feel like we're ahead but we're behind you know and, and With that being said, like, it's still, at the end of the day, it's who you know that's gonna Mm -hmm. get you, I feel, sometimes, what you want. Yeah. So, you know, the whole NFL thing, like, this man blatantly just said, oh, if y'all don't stand, then, you know, you gonna be out of a job, like...
1: It's ridiculous. What? It's like modern-day slavery. It's It's like, I'm not supposed to be a human being with thoughts and feelings. I'm just supposed to be a robot that runs back and forth on the field because it's making you billions of dollars just in i think what infuriated me when people were saying that you know they need to be quiet they need to be happy that you know they they're privileged and they have it's like well time out how privileged can you be if people who don't even have anything to do with the nfl have the ability to take your job so There's no privilege in in that at all, besides the fact that they're talented. It's not like somebody, y'all didn't give them their talent. You give them a check, yeah, but you don't give them their talent. They earn what they work for. Mm -hmm. They're talented men, or they wouldn't be on the Mm -hmm. field. But it just drove me that people were like, yeah, you know, they should just be happy. And what? Are you kidding? Yeah. This is not. And that
0: just exposes. Right. It exposes, like,
1: everything. How were things with you, like, when things were going down in Baton Rouge, the uh, Alton Sterling and, like, that whole, you know, the cops were being shot and things like that? Were you in the city at the time?
0: I was. um, I just, I kind of just stayed in my house, Mm -hmm. to be honest. And that's
1: I kind of still do that now because, like I said, we're
0: living in some crazy times. Yeah, and I, um, I, get I don't know it. if you know about the crime right here. Like, there's somebody who killed
1: every. Yeah, but between so, Baton Rouge and um, New Orleans, I can't keep up. Just
0: crazy, and that's how I felt with um, how things were handled with that situation. And it just exposes, you know, like say, for instance. Your, your Facebook friends, it really shows who's on whose side. Yeah. You know, and I don't I don't judge people at all, but if I see it, I just be like, okay, well, I know how to deal with you. Right, you at least I man. know. Like, I'm not the type of person that just like, oh, you know, get all crazy and post feelings and let, you know, social media be like your journal or anything. Like, right. I don't have to make an announcement to say if anybody supports Trump, you know, you need to delete me. Like, no, that's <laughs> right there you know but you just I me personally I don't I don't want to say anything because I want to see you know who's Who's who right and then like I said yeah so at the end of the day it's no you know you're not hiding you know um how you feel because you you made a post about what how you feel whether it was the Alton Sterling thing whether it was the police you know, getting killed, you know, after, and then the gunmen
2: on airlines, crazy. you know, it's just craziness, craziness, and then you got, still got
0: Tiger Land that's just one of the racist places for
1: people of color to go. Oh, it's been that way, that's what's so crazy to me, you'd think by now it'd have, you know, evolved, but... No, it hasn't, and that's,
0: Just where we are. Baton Rouge is a big city, but you still are kind of, you know, some of the people that hold, I don't want to say, you know, majority of the power, if you will, Um, that's just their mentality. They want to throw the rock, hide the hand, you know, and not show any type of
1: discipline or anything to these officers or anything that goes on that people like you had a whole video
0: right
1: and to this day those people those men haven't been charged for nothing right it's ridiculous nothing, so. and how um, I mean I, I wasn't going to ask too much about this but just it just came to mind but you know with raising a young boy does it influence you and in how you are going to like present these messages to him later on? Or is it kind of just like, I'll fill it out and see, you know, how he, what questions he has? Or, you know, because he's, he's young, right? I can't tell, but it sounds like if Thomas the Train is his favorite, he's pretty young.
0: Yeah, he's five, but he's, he's, um, And I'm not going to say just because he's my child, you know. (laughs) You know, he's he's just so brilliant, so smart, but he really is. Yeah.
2: um,
0: He's in the gifted program at his school now. I had him at LSU, and I had him at LSU for a reason. Uh Not only because of, uh, well, when he was in day school or whatever, from, like, one to four, he was at LSU. And um, we took him out, uh, and we got him in. Public school, because I'm a single mother, so that tuition, you know, got a little
2: expensive.
0: Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, I still wanted, you know, education is very important to me, and, and that's another thing with us being in Louisiana. You have know, to like really pick and choose where you put your child. For you know, real, the yeah. The education system it makes here a difference—is not all that good. You know, we're right. you know ranked um, on the list of education levels or whatever but um, with raising him I wanted him to get early on a balance of the two and that's something that now that I'm older and I'm a parent I can appreciate that my mom did because I was in a public school for a little while and then she took me to and she put me in a private school for a little while which was all white and I was like one black kid out of 10 people which included like a family of five and the cooks and the janitors
1: oh wow so and then
0: was me being in alabama and it was uh it's called springwood It was a private school in Lynette, alabama which is like country 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 <laughs> alabama uh-huh. so i had to deal with uh the students um getting accustomed to being around black people to where they could have those conversations that they used to have but now with Victoria in the room they can't quite say yeah but anyway so with that being said um LSU of course is majority white but the state school that he was in it was kind of diverse. first year Asians and um Indians and um some Mexicans and mainly whites and whatnot. But I wanted him to get exposed to those uh, cultures so he'll yeah. know that everybody's not like him, right? Yeah. But everybody's not like you, but at the same time, you can still treat everybody the same. Everybody kind. Like, that's, like, number one thing that I tell him. I said, be kind. Like, when we get out of the car and go to school, be kind. Everybody listen to you, teachers. Listen to you, you know? Yeah. And cause that's what it's about. It's about people... Spreading like I say, love and kindness, and I feel like if you start them young, then all this other stuff won't even be a problem. Right,
1: because you know, I mean, it's so learned. I'm all of that to, is so learned. Them now, hmm To
0: see, you know, and then um, with him at his public school now, it still kind of is not all the way like all black because, like I said, he's in the gifted class, so mm-hmm. um, he still has like a mixed group of students to you know hang around and learn from and you know what I mean so it's just right now I'm just trying to like instill to him that he you know everybody's different everybody has different things going on and when I say things that's an adult like opinion yeah and when it's kids it's just kind of like different things that they like you know yeah so Susan may not like what you like she may not like Thomas but you can't, you know, force her to like it. You can't uh, get upset that she doesn't like it. You know, <laughs> that's what she wants to not right. to or whatever. So that's kind of where I am right now. So I feel like if I start there and have that foundation with him, I feel like he could appreciate and know how to maneuver through this world and yeah. be able to talk to anybody that he comes in contact with. Right. So, and know how to address that person's, you know Mm -hmm. effortlessly not to say that to be fake or anything but
1: no but being a well-rounded person
0: yeah Yeah, that's just kind of how we have to move because you don't know how this person is gonna do you know just walking down the street
1: right that's the crazy part about it we just spread love teach love you know and hopefully Mm -hmm. that that translates and it keeps going so my last thing for you what is your mantra do you have a mantra do you have a certain practice that you do that kind of keeps you motivated keeps you in tune with yourself Um, you know something that keeps you inspired Mm, I just kind of
0: just go off of I know for sure my son is like my number one motivation because (laughs) I have make sure he's straight now it's not just me Yeah. so that's or it motivates me to just, like, I can't be irresponsible anymore. I can't just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I have to think about things a little bit, uh, a little bit more than what I used to um, now. Yeah. So with that I, like, every year I get a new planner and I always write down what I want to do for that year. And then I just work it, you know, for the whole year. Like, that's my plan. And
2: uh-huh.
0: I tell my best friends that, Or I tell any of my friend girls that call me and they just be like, you know, this, this, this is going on. I'm just like, look, at the end of the day, and this is where I tell anybody. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you need to figure out what you want. You know what I'm saying? You have to figure out what will make you happy. Not your man, not your mama, not <laughs> your friend, whoever. It's all about right you. In twenty seventeen it's all about you and what makes you happy. Twenty eighteen, however however long. Right. Like if something's not making you happy and not pleasing you, you need to figure out how you can change that and get you to the level that you wanna do. Whether it if you don't like your job, then you need to figure out what job you do like and you need to go apply to the one that you like mm-hmm. and go over there like
1: I, I <laughs> go <it>. over there.
0: <laughs> yeah, just go over there. It's like nothing. Just go just do it. Yeah, just That's do my it. My whole vibe. Like the only thing that somebody gonna tell you is no, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, just if you wanna go do whatever. Travel the world, go do it. Like if yeah. you're thinking about the finances, then you need to figure out how much it's gonna cost for you to travel the world and then you need to start saving and then get you a date when you're gonna start traveling. Yeah. So it's all about. I feel like nothing in this world, especially with Donald Trump being in this situation, nothing in this world is impossible for anybody. You know what I mean? Right. Cardi B is number one for the (laughs) third
1: week. Oh my God! What are the times we live in?
0: I'm all about figuring out what makes you happy. Putting a plan, like write it down. That's another thing. If you don't write nothing down, it's it's a wrap. It's, yep. a, it's just a thought. That's I, agree, I yeah. think. So always write write your stuff down and then from there you can look at that every day and then work it. Yeah. What is it gonna take for you to accomplish this? And that's 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 my mum. That's kinda like how I live and, and that's just kinda like the things that I go go hmm I kind of self-motivate myself because I didn't really have anybody to kind of, like, teach me how to do anything. I'm just always about, like, what is it going to take for me to get XYZ or do XYZ? And then from there, just figure out how to do it.
1: Right. Write it it down and figure it out. Well, I really, really appreciate your time and your awesome positive energy. You're so fun to talk to. (laughs) And, oh, and tell people how they can get in touch with you or like, what's the best way to reach you? Um,
0: everybody, um, that's listening can, um, get in contact with me via Instagram. It's B A R events at bar events, um, Facebook at bar events, or they can visit the website, bar events.com and shoot us over email there as well. But yeah, we're all on the, social media platform Um, yes
1: and i will tag 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 as well and be posting and sharing um and your blog post i'm I'm going to subscribe i was trying to subscribe earlier my computer decided it had other plans for me but (laughs) i'm gonna subscribe to your blog because i am definitely curious i am not planning a wedding just fyi people (laughs) i'm not planning a wedding right now okay just had to Cause people are gonna be like, "What you calling her for?" Don't worry. Uh Okay, I'm not not there yet, but
0: uh huh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Drop some (laughs) drop some jewels, you know. No,
0: I ain't ain't gonna
1: pressure. No pressure. No pressure. 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 Um, but yes, I love to like hear about all of this, and I love that you said earlier when you said, you know, when you got started, you went and you researched not just American culture but you looked at so many different places, different countries how they do things, different influences, that's when you know people that is a true professional and someone who takes it seriously when they research their their craft and it's not just like, no offense to this but it's not just your mama putting together something for you, this is someone oh, who's professional they
0: know say no to those hair covers and please <laughs> burn them please,
1: oh my god say that again <laughs>
0: Burn some chair covers, some fat. They know what I'm talking about. Fat <laughs> chair covers that look like potato sacks over chairs. And it's time to put them of uh, the fashions around them that's been used 11 million times. Yes, time to and
1: let them go. Wrinkle, and you're talking about oh,
0: look at the event design that I did. <laughs> oh, that looks like every other wedding. Let me stop.
1: Right, <laughs> this is why you get a professional.
0: We
1: like to get inspired and, you know, yes call Victoria just in, help in yourself or, or whatever the bride wants so, but just not those those time. sashes if you want them sashes that's a no yes, yes. what to wear what
0: not to
1: wear <laughs> right but well, I thank you so much I appreciate your time I can't wait to get it out to the public and congrats on your blog and, and everything you're thank doing you. And, you know, when I do call you, then we can, you know, we can talk. <laughs> But thank you so
2: yeah, much for uh, having me on. I really appreciate it, and I
0: think this is an awesome project and thank a you. great platform, and I love what it represents. So thank you so much. Because I know it's going to be amazing. So.
1: Yes, thank you. Speaking Positivity, thank you. Thank you.